When the truck sighs to a stop and the turkey plants feather-flecked dock, it's time to unload. You open a crate and grab a 40-pound turkey that wasn't too happy about being caged in the first place, but sure as hell doesn't want to leave it now. He knows. He ain't stupid. He can tattoo you black and blue just by beating his wings, or pop you right in the balls. So grab him by the legs, tuck him under an arm, and flip him. Then hang that bird. Hang him. Upside down on one of them shackles moving toward the plant's mouth. Watch him get swallowed up. Willie Levi did this hundreds, thousands of times a day, for years, for decades, turning the shit-flutter task into an artistic performance of movement and sound, like some a stare of slaughter. He was the turkey whisperer. He talked to the birds, and they talked back, as if sharing an interspecies understanding about the fetters of fate. I go, he says, and makes the face of just having swallowed an egg whole. He puffs out his cheeks and summons his turkey song from somewhere deep within, a haunting aria unrelated to the gobble-gobble of child's play. Guttural and true and anxious and mournful, Willie's song carries an insight earned from having spent nearly as much time with turkeys as with humans, on scratch-dirt ranches, in henhouses and tom-pens, on the loading docks, along the assembly lines of evisceration, in Texas, Iowa, Missouri, South Carolina, his clothes flaked with their guts and fingernails caked with their blood. His shelter, his food, his paltry earnings, his every joy and sorrow were controlled by a company whose very name invokes the damn bird that dictates his life, Henry's Turkey Service. And they talk right back to me, he says. I go, and they go. But Levi did more than talk to these panicked creatures. He eased them into an acceptance that their time had come, comforting them in their final moments like an adult child whispering to a shrunken parent in a rented hospice bed that it's all right, it's all right, you can let go. I pat him on the belly when I get him on the shackle, he says. I say, okay, okay, Tom, quieten down. Okay, Tom. Okay, quieten down. Let go, little bird, let go. Get them out the coop, Levi says. Send them to the kill room. Time for Willie Levi is either today or not. Today he might remove the two plastic white spoons he keeps tucked into one of his socks pulled high and beat out a clickety-clackety rhythm. He might tell you he prefers being called Levi, just Levi. He might get depressed and fall quiet. Or he might sing one of those hymns he came to know so well as a robed member of the Sunshine Singers, a traveling choir at the Mahaya State School. He remembers all them songs, he says. What a friend we have in Jesus. He's got the whole world in his hands. The old rugged cross. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it some day for a crown. Today is today, and one day closer to his favorite day of the year, his birthday, which he will tell you whether it is the day before, the day after, or Christmas. 
his wandering left eye measuring your reaction to the news. August 19th, 1946, is the thick, muggy day that Willie Levi is born in the eastern Texas city of Orange. His father is a mill worker when he works. His mother is a hotel maid who knows from the moment she holds her first child that he is mentally deficient, as a state report would later put it. If there is a normal to his family, to his time, he did not act it. What has transpired from that blessed day until today is the time-contracted past for Levi, a jumble of many moments, any one of which could have happened a half-year ago or a half-century ago. But today is today, and what a friend we have in Jesus. He grows up in a shotgun house a few hundred yards from an old burial site for slaves. People are always coming and going in that ramshackle home. A sister named Idabel, a brother named Joseph, a cousin called Toot Toot, a nephew called Hooky. There's Oscar and Teresa and Shirley May and Pookie, who once ate mud, and Willie Levi cannot tell you the last time he saw any of them.